Hey, this is Dave. This is Tim. And this is Dave and Tim. No, okay. and Dave. I got Tim and Dave. I, yeah. Yeah, okay. This. Well, we should testing. actually add that into the show. Hello, everyone. Hey, guys. This is Tim. And this is Dave. This is Tim and Dave. This is the end. My only friend. Your end. Um... So, anyways, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the back. Tim and Dave Show podcast. We live are here. from Westchester. We are. We are First in Westchester. First time in six months. Six months or something, yeah. yeah. We just had a Seven. Log- by our logistical reasons, we had to record at our Westchester studio uh, for this week's podcast. Mm. Uh, before we The can- storm knocked over my house. And, uh, uh, yeah, he, he, he the storm blew him, blew no, him it blew me all, all right. the way to me. <laughs> <laughs> blew him to me. Where I'm being... Um, accosted with yes. great looks. Um, so, anyways, welcome back to the Timmy Day Show podcast. This is episode forty-one. Yes. Uh, I want to before we can t- uh, go on further. I want to thank you all for tuning in for this week's podcast. Uh, if you want to check us out on social media, you can find us in uh, Facebook.com with the Tim and Dave Show podcast. If you want to follow, like, uh, and comment on our on our content, that would be great. Typically, every week we have like a little preview clip. But as we said, for the past two weeks now, we've had a little bit of technical difficulties, and we're relearning how to use an entire software program called Adobe mm-hmm. Premiere Pro. Uh, and I'm getting the hang of it a little bit. Are you? I am, but right. it's still it's still a process. It's yeah. like anything else. And I'm a man of I'm a creature of habit. I like mm. I like having what I have had, but but um, you know, if you don't change, you don't. If you don't, if you don't, you know, get your stuff together and try to learn new things, you're gonna be extinct like a dinosaur. You know, mm-hmm. and I ain't no dinosaur. No, but I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a reptile-y. Did you, oh, oh, by the way, oh, yeah. no, hold on, okay. we, have this, we have this intro. <laughs> okay, put a pin on dinosaurs. This is actually dinosaurs. Really cool. Gotcha. All right. So, um, anyways, you can check us out on Facebook.com. It's Tim and Dave Show Podcast. Uh, you can also find us out on Patreon.com. This is a place where you can donate some monetary funds for us so that we. Uh, when we get into these little jumps and humps, we got to make sure that we can afford to pay the bills. And we can, for more or less, but you know, a little bit more would always help. We appreciate those who are already supporting us financially as well. Uh, you can check us out on uh, SoundCloud, Google Play, FM Play, and iTunes. Just subscribe for our weekly podcast, and you'll be able to have it downloaded directly to your mobile or computer or electronic device. Uh, you can also find us on our... What do you call it? Uh, just a regular SoundCloud account as well. Also, uh, you know, the best way to get our, out, our news out there is word of mouth. Tell a friend you love the Tim and Dave Show podcast. It is the best show in the world. Literally, mm. you will go to sleep and uh, to the to the lulls of our voices uh, mm. and laughter and 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 juvial juvial feelings of love Ooh, and joy. I like uh, this. I, well, you know, that's what we do. So we're, we're we're not only a podcast; we're, we are mediators of the people's psyche. Mm. Uh, so, but yeah, tell a friend. Uh, it's the best way to, uh, to guess our name out there, and we appreciate all. All you've been doing and all the support you've given us so far, listeners. Uh, so about dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Okay, let's hear it. My question is: Was the woolly mammoth a dinosaur? No. Okay. Why it you wasn't say- a reptile? Do, do dinosaurs have to be reptiles? Yeah. What about like dinosaurs that were fish? No, it's not a dinosaur. Well, it's what, a fish. Well, what about like those ancient fish? They're not dinosaurs. They're ancient fish. So they're just called ancient fish. Yeah. So a book of dinosaurs won't have any fish in it. Some it might, but they're not dinosaurs. What are they? They're mammals. A sea fish mammals. is not a mammal. A fish is, you're right. They're fish. They're okay. not dinosaurs. How related? Okay. Are any fish dinosaurs? <laughs> All right. So the question came about was I was thinking about woolly mammoths. And I've always thought, I always categorize like like woolly mammoths and anything that's really like 
an ancient creature that's extinct as a dinosaur. As a dinosaur, like oh, like <laughs> oh, I love dinosaurs. Yeah, remember woolly mammoth, saber toothed tigers. Uh, like I always thought the like I thought they were like dinosaurs. Hey, they're just prehistoric fish. What di- like woolly mammoths? No, no, but the fish you're talking about. Well, then think of Power Rangers. You had all the characters having uh-huh. dinosaur characters, but then you had the Macedon. The yeah. Macedon was not, not a dinosaur. You could pterodactyl, Tyrannosaurus. But and plus, woolly mammoths. I mean, man and woolly mammoth coexisted for a period. The dinosaurs not coexist with man. No. Okay. That was a long time before. I'm sure there were some dinosaurs that coexisted with man. Uh, 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 uh. Uh-huh. Not the ones you're thinking of. Not like a Triceratops or T-Rex or pterodactyl or a rep or a raptor. Right. There were none of them with men. We're right. talking millions of years in between. What about cavemen? We're talking millions of years in okay. between. <laughs> All right. Well, it was. But woolly mammoths, yeah, they were around. Well, and yeah, I know they that. Got hunted to I extinction. just always thought they were like some sort of category of dinosaur. No, they're just an old, extinct, big. Ex- they're a big, extinct animal. So, in some people's minds, that will be conflated with dinosaurs, which are also big, extinct animals. Right. But there's millions of years separating them, and they're totally different creatures did you know um thomas jefferson was a dinosaur i know no he was absolutely fascinated with woolly mammoths like literally it was like a spectrum like obsession Mm. Uh, 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 he collected them he like one of these days we're gonna find a freaky thomas jefferson woolly mammoth furry fan fiction i I mean it it, is what's that what's that rule on the internet it's uh rule number something yeah rule like if you can think of it there's there's probably some point of it yeah Uh Um, so what do you call it? So he was really into woolly mammoths hmm. and there is a rumor, however, that the real reasoning why Thomas Jefferson asked Lewis and Clark to go and explore he the Western United was States wasn't to map out uh, a route to the Pacific Ocean, uh-huh. but literally the top secret mission was to find <laughs> evidence of existence of woolly mammoths. Cause he argued that and he was a Christian and everything, uh-huh. that if God created a perfect world, he would never allow it so that any of his creatures would be no longer in existence. I wonder if Jefferson would have believed that, because he was a deist. Well, he was, but you know what's even interesting, too, is that he, even in parts of the Bible he didn't like, he uh-huh. ripped them out and then make a new version of the Bible based on the things he actually liked from the original. Yeah, like, that would be that, what someone that, that, like Jefferson yeah. would do. And apparently he wasn't much of a talker. Like, even when he was president... Yeah, I've he, heard that. He said... That they it was said, awkward. He said, yeah, he, and they said he like um i think it was john adams who's like a really close friend of jefferson mm-hmm. said he didn't recall him ever murmuring more than two sentences in congress interesting that's it and he literally would fake sickness to not make speeches hmm. in the presidency well i mean also at this time people communicated a lot with letters right well, and oh, he was a, he was a grand was a great, writer yeah i thought he I, I think i read one place that he was probably one of the, he was the most well-read man in the colonies he read more books Maybe. than any person in Possible. the colonies like he was because he was an esteemed lawyer uh-huh. and that's why he had such a great grasp of the English language mm. and to be able to write something as, I guess, ornate as the Declaration of Independence mm-hmm. because he had such a vi- wide range of vocabulary. Yeah. So there was actually a really interesting series about the Founding Fathers. I think it, I think it was about John Adams. Oh, was, the HBO yeah. series? Yeah, yeah. I've watched a couple episodes, but I, watched I never Clips watched the whole No, neither have I. But yeah. I just, I don't know. I, I like bringing the Founding Fathers to light. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I think it's a really cool, interesting perspective and, you know, things to look into. Yeah. 
Speaking about our founding fathers, let's get to the current day's uh, political and news uh, topics for the week. All right. Slow week this week, though, news-wise. Pretty slow week. But um, so China, for example. China! They recently had their big party congress meeting. China. They all got drunk, got naked, did crazy stuff with sounds, each other. Sounds about right. And at the end of the day, they decided, after all this screwing and nonsense, we're just going to let Xi Jinping be president for life. That's about right. That's so about that, right. that's how it happened. Yep. Um, but yeah, pretty interesting. So Xi Jinping, definitely the most powerful man in China yeah. since uh, Deng, Deng Xiaoping. Okay. Who was the guy who like transformed China into capitalism. In the 80s? Yeah, in the, yeah. In the 70s, after Mao died. It, Mao died in 1980, I thought. Okay. Well, I don't know. I'm going to look that up, actually. All right. But, you know, Mao Mao was a communist. Right. And he was, like, the guy. He was, like, the Stalin right. of China. Right, right, right. So then he died, and um, he kind of terrorized the whole political system because he was a dictator. Right. And after that, they were like, okay, we're not going to let this happen again. Mm-hmm. So Deng Xiaoping emerged as a leader opened up china's economy to the world they yep. became a big exporter obviously we all know since then they've well like... let's let's be fair here it's not that he opened up china i think yeah he opened up china he to opened the, up china to the, wider, to the, to the wider broader uh world economy but I yeah think nixon under nixon under uh mal did open up china. okay okay I think that's okay. more of an I think it was it was a long process with many i think many yeah, factors. yeah that's, i think that's fair enough to say mm-hmm. but i think probably but had... deng xiaoping was the chinese person who oversaw the, the majority of the global economy piece yeah. like that. And I get it. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, he was the guy for throughout the 70s and 80s. And then one of his successors was kind of kind of carried on after him. But he was always in Deng's shadow. Even after right. Deng died, he was in the legacy of Deng's shadow. Right, right, right. And then you had Hu Jintao as president for a while. Right. He was just, you know, he's president of China. Pretty impressive. Right. But it wasn't like he had built up this dynasty that he was controlling right 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 but now xi jinping he's the guy who's like the new mao basically right, right. it's funny that he uh they they, they censor uh oh he... and they um so when deng xiaoping took over and um set china on its new course of history mm-hmm. his plan was that china would be one of the premier superpowers by 2050 and that's been the goal since but during this recent thing where Xi Jinping emerged with so much power, he said, nope, 2035 now. So the timetable is by 2035, China will be a premier superpower like United States level. I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't either. Let's get to bubble away. That's uh-huh. all it is. That's all. Our military is just too damn superior and, and too big. It's hard to say. Our mili- I mean, we haven't. America hasn't had a military challenge since like World War Two, I mean, we've done things where we've invaded. I don't know, Korean War. We've yeah, we've invaded immensely less developed countries, and we had a hard time with it because we'd never had a real military objective. We were just going to be like, we're just going to hang around and somehow magically transform your country into exactly what we want it to be. Right. So that's not even really a military operation. Right. So we've been bogged down in places. Right, right, right. But we've never, we haven't gone against an opponent with like a comparable military. I don't know if military. that's even possible anymore because I think with the advent of mass, weapons of mass destruction, I don't think, I don't think a war like that is even feasible to be mm. honest with you. It's just well, not. Maybe we'll find out sooner or later. God, I guess I guess so. But anyways, I know that it's funny that China censors the images of Pooh Bear because it's been hmm. because it's being used as a, a satirical um, caricature of uh, Jing, Jing, uh, Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping, and yeah, 
And uh, so they're censoring Winnie the Pooh <laughs> from all 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 search uh, results. That's a very Chinese thing yeah, to do, yeah, for sure. So how did Mal die? I'm still. It's the. I'm like frozen. I can't get it. You're but f- anyway. You're, you're f- so no, but ch- but China's doing know. some pretty interesting stuff. They're really making a very ambitious play to expand their geopolitical power. And what do you expect? I mean, with the uh, Belt and Road Initiative, where they're trying to build up all this infrastructure with um. Central Asia leading into the Middle East. It's questionable. Africa as well. Africa. Africa. Oh, yeah. They've got a big hand in Africa. Um, Eastern Europe. They're really trying to build up their presence in Eastern Europe. So before we know it, China might be at our heels. I doubt it. They've been saying that for for 10 years now, and I haven't seen it. Yeah, that's what we've been saying about everyone. But 76. 76? Okay, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. But I mean, you know, Chinese Chinese civilization was always, you know, a premier civilization of the world. Like it was. Well, I mean, no question. In ancient, I mean, they, in ancient, they just didn't have the industrial revolution, right? And it, the fact too is that I mean, they were much more advanced than all of the other countries at the time during, like, uh, the Middle Ages, for example. Uh, I don't think that's so true. I think it's sort of. I mean, there's the old historiography. A kind of popular idea among certain people who are into history and whatnot is that, oh, throughout history, China was actually superior to the Westerners. Not, not throughout history. At certain points in history, eh. it was... Yeah, you're, you're thinking when we're, we're more swashbuckling mud in our own filth in the Middle Ages uh-huh. that Chinese history, China's history wasn't more advanced. Okay, and, and during like the 700s, 800s, and 900s. All right. Yeah. But by the time we get to 1,000... We're no, like, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, yeah. Actually, no, it's not true at all. Because what really what deterred was this: China saw what everybody else was doing, hmm. and they're like, "Yeah, all these white guys in Europe are just like like wallowing in their own filth. Like, we don't need to have their degenerative, uh, uh, what do you call it, um, culture in ours." So they started to, uh, what do you call it, allow, uh, uh, uh making more uh, divisionary policies that don't allow imports unless there is like raw materials like gold etc and it got worse after the uh the mongolian empire fell and uh during the renaissance there was at the time china was chinese were at the premiere of their civilization then they did an entire um what's the word i'm looking for um i don't know uh they don't let anybody in when you call that oh um what's that word yeah i don't know why i can't think of it. <laughs> neither can i so stupid um but we both know what we're talking about. Right, so about. essentially um, China said, close themselves off yeah. to all people around them. And for uh-huh. 300 years, up until the colonial period, they were left alone. Mm. But then because of that, they weren't able to uh, trade technologies, etc. And because of that, the British started getting a stronghold. And then because of that, they were able to qu- um, uh, strangle, more or less, the Chinese people into buying opium. And then, you know, the colonial wars from that and the colonial ramifications from that, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. And here we are today, and China's just trying to make up for lost time, I think is really yeah. what it comes down to. Blame the British. Mm. Blame the British. So yeah, good old Britain. I'm still very bull- uh, bearish, actually. Bearish, very bearish on, you're about, bearish on about China. China, of course, because I'm an American, and uh, okay. at the end of the day, I'll always be one. Mm-hmm. So, David, you had a uh, busy week. Oh my God, I did nothing. Like a produ- I mean, like I, not that I didn't do anything. I didn't do. I think I've been I've been feeling sick all week. Uh, I had to go to work and make sure, and I couldn't call off sick because it was just very daunting, emotionally draining. Mm. And I just couldn't. I wasn't able to read any news articles. I wasn't able to watch YouTube. Uh, oh, heaven forbid! You couldn't. I watch love freaking watching YouTube. YouTube okay, I know. and it's my thing to do. Um, freaking YouTube. 
I, I couldn't. I barely was able to do anything, you know. And then, you know, I listened to my Buddhist chants to make me relax and go to sleep. Huh? I've when, been, when, I've, when was this happening? I've been listening to a lot of Buddhist chants lately. Buddhist chants. Yeah, this hmm. is really nice. It's like it's funny. It's like um, like Mongolian throat singing. No, it's just like I think it's uh, the one I've been listening to particularly right now. I think it's Thai, and it's just hmm. like these mantras about like you know, you know, the, the you know he who can. Uh, humble himself is blessed by the dear Buddha. He who can, um, you know, do this and that is blessed by the dear Buddha. Like, mm. just like, just, and it's like, na, 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 na. It's, it's like a monk would do it for a Catholic or whatever. I don't know. I mean, like, I obviously can't understand every symbol. I can't understand exactly what they're saying unless I read the subtitles. But uh-huh. the way in which the chants are being done with the orchestral music in the background uh-huh. Is very peaceful to me, and hmm. it's like a two-hour-long soundtrack, and I just go to bed, and I just wow, it really helps me calm myself, and it's just because life can be very stressful, hmm. and um, I've been drinking, uh, I drink, I drink one cup of coffee this week. Wow, is, I know, I, on, which is unlike me. Was I, that like intentional? Because I was just so exhausted, I was hmm. so physically ill, and like I had to keep going, like I hmm. couldn't stop, and I noticed, and it's strange too, because I was looking into this. This is what I want to talk about. This okay, week. let's go. It was the chemical. Reason, the chemical rationale behind how coffee works, mm-hmm. and I believe too, truly, that the Western world, especially in America, is addicted to stimulants, caffeine. Mm. I do believe so. Um, so, caffeine. So, first, first, first and foremost, I haven't had caffeine in a long time. I don't drink a lot of coffee anymore, and I had coffee then, and then my brain sparked, mm. and I was thinking about crazy, masterful things like I wow. normally do, and it's like. Holy crap, this is the energy that I'm used to having, uh-huh. but because the coffee, physical side effects for me, like making me feel really headachy, thirsty, sick to my stomach, jittery, I don't like those side effects, and I don't really uh-huh. want to be involved in those side effects, but I know when it's in me, like, mm. I am 100% more productive, but I know okay. it's not good, because it's, it's a drug, it's a stinking drug. So anyhow, uh, the way that caffeine works is this, so caffeine itself doesn't do anything to you, it doesn't okay. really affect you as would um heroin or a serum of some sort Mm. you know what i mean so what caffeine does is this there are receptors in our brain Mm. um that collect this thing called adeline i think i believe Mm. it's called okay okay? our brain our body naturally produces this thing called adeline or something and then these receptors collect them inside our brain so that the adeline doesn't go throughout our body which keeps us pretty energized mm-hmm. now the adeline some miss the receptors because there's only so many receptors there and because of this you know we get a little bit more energy mm. but what caffeine does is it it, it the, instead of adeline going into those receptors the caffeine plugs those receptors fast mm. so then the adeline has no place to get caught so then it goes through our body and that's what makes us feel really energized but here's the thing about coffee mm. So because of this, our bodies are very smart and say, all right, we are having an excess of this chemical that our bodies is, is making. And we don't know why. It's, the reason why is because the caffeine is blocking the receptors mm. that usually collect them. So our body's smart and says, you know what? We're going to make more receptors. Mm. So then what happens is, is our body then has more receptors collect the adeline, which means you need more caffeine to go and plug those receptors. And the more you drink, the more receptors your body makes and the ah. more caffeine you need to continually drink so that you can actually feel that adrenaline rush that that feeling hmm. of 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 uh energy and ec- ecstasy and euphoria Interesting. so and that to me Are by cigarettes reading, the same way that i don't know i gotta look into that i don't smoke so hmm. anymore but um 
that that but it could be i mean the chemical nicotine has a dependency upon, uh-huh. upon making you more addictive addicted so yes caffeine itself is not addictive property but your body formulates it so that you need it more to get so, the same to get effect. the same effect to me you know I, i'm not i'm not some biochemist over here but like that to me seems like an addictive property now the reason why scientists and nutritionists don't really emphasize caffeine so much as a as a hindrance on our society and the, and the, the, the argument simply is are you able to function with caffeine yeah i yeah, can uh-huh. but we're not looking at the long term effects of caffeine itse- itself can i function by doing other things like eating like crap all day mm. yeah i can function by eating three burgers a meal okay mm. but in the long run is that healthy for me no and everyone talks about obesity mm-hmm. i think more studies need to be done about the effects of caffeine and because of this and this is where the crux of my argument comes from mm. why do we need caffeine so much and the idea i believe is that there's capitalist society we have to always be on the go on the go let's go let's go let's be productive let's be productive let's be productive and there's been arguments historically that say that because of the caffeine being put into western society after the founding of the new world mm-hmm. and it replaced alcohol as the main social substitute for for recreational drinking and instead of people getting drunk together and at uh, at bar halls they were drinking caffeine with one another and some argue that that was the impetus of the enlightenment period mm. because people had more energy because of caffeine no, rather than so. getting drunk sense. with nah. their friends it's an argument ben nada nah, steven johnson argued that in the, in the invention of air he may be Threw it out as like maybe an interesting. I, a lot thing of to people argue it though, Tim. No, it makes sense to me that it's part of that. Now the real question comes about: Was this then? What was up with the Renaissance? Because those people are off the wall, awesome. So, yeah, that was just rediscovering the Greeks. And the I, Romans. I, well, I think That's maybe it. maybe it was something else too, because it had to be something else. What societal. was something else? I don't know. Probably better health care. Better. Oh, here's my argument. Okay. Then. Here's my better argument. All, right. all the all the aristocrats and all the people that didn't deserve the money they had mm-hmm. died in the Black Death. The ones with true superior physical abilities survived, and those were the remnants of what the Renaissance started out with, because these people were the true intellects and the actual brilliance. Well, the Renaissance was well underway by the Black Death. Well, well, well underway. Yes, it was oh, the rena- early Renaissance. No, yeah, no, the early Renaissance really took off in like the 1100s. No, it did not. Yes, it, it did. That's when it took off. It's, no, Renaissance remnants, early, early Renaissance. You're right, it's 1100s, but that's like proto Renaissance. We're talking about early Renaissance, like pieces in which we can actually look at are probably closer to the 1200s. Yeah, I, I mean, it was well underway in the 1200s. Dante was born in the 1200s. Dante wrote everything he wrote and was part of that entire um, intellectual thing before the Black Death. It wasn't your no, the Black Death had several bouts. The Black Death had several bouts, but it was mostly about in the in the Middle East, Middle thirteen hundreds. Not as much. I, there was there that was about, the big one. I don't know if that was the big one. Middle thirteen hundreds was the big one. I don't know about that. Okay, I'm I'm actually a hundred percent. Look up about Black this one. Death in, in in history. What what were the big ones? I'm pretty sure the Black, Black. Death was more emphasized during the Middle Medieval Ages. Well, yeah, the 1300s or the Middle That's Medieval Ages. That's not it. No, it's not. Wait, what? What's the Medieval Ages? That's the 1300s. Renaissance. That's the Renaissance. The midi the Renaissance happened in the Middle Ages. No, it didn't. Oh my gosh, David. Look it up. Oh boy, you're wrong about this one. I am not wrong about this one. Yeah, the Black Death. The Black Death, also known as the Great Plague or simply the Plague, was one of the most devastating pandemics Uh in human history, Uh resulting in the death of an estimated 75 to 200 million people in Eurasia and peaking in Europe from 1347 to 1351, literally the middle of the 1300s. All right, fair enough. Now, that's not the Middle Ages, though. That's the High Middle Ages. 
after what the Black the heck's Death. What the a high Middle Age? That's the high Middle Ages. That might even be the late Middle Ages, actually. You want me to look up Middle Ages yeah, and get... I do. Okay. I do. <laughs> I'm right about this. Well, I know also, me, my Middle Ages history. Argumentively, time-dating things like that are subjective within historical contexts uh-huh. all the time. But if we're going to talk about convention, you're conventionally gravely mistaken. I don't believe I am. You are Look it absolutely. up. Hurry up. Okay, let's see. Medieval period, obviously, from the 5th to the 15th century. A thousand what do they call? years? That's BS. No, it's not. I don't I don't care, because that's the thing. I'm in a different historical realm than you are when it comes to that. What you're the being heck more does a literalist. That you're being a more of a literalist. I, I have no idea what you're even saying. saying. Okay, High Middle Ages. Generally, yeah, the High Middle Ages from 1,000, which was after basically the end of the Viking Age, that was when Europe started taking off uh-huh. because, yeah, and it's generally dated to end at the Black Death. And after the Black Death, we're in the late Middle Ages. And after the late Middle Ages, once we begin discovering the new world, then we're considered to be in the early modern period. No, I, that's your rephrasing. And the modern period is the, is at the French Revolution. Well, I'm looking more towards a Renaissance and having that as the, the rena- kind of... Okay, the Renaissance is not a historical period. It is a historical no, period. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's a event. No, it's not. It's, it's a, a trend. No, the, the Renaissance isn't a historical period like uh-huh. the Middle Ages are a historical period. People don't say, oh, the Middle Ages are over. We're in the Renaissance it's now. part of the, Renaissance, the timeline. You're right. The yes. Renaissance is part of the Middle Ages. I don't, I, I the don't, I the event not... of the Renaissance took place in the Middle Ages. Given the fact that there's a timeline discrepancy in how people interpret mm, Egypt mm-hmm, era, uh-huh. Timmy, is what I'm saying. And I am under the under the belief and under the understanding that you can say anything was under a certain time frame. You just uh-huh. literally broke human history in the modern era in the past yeah. 2,000 years uh-huh. in three freaking periods. Okay? So, Which so, I don't believe in. I don't believe that. Okay, but your original claim was that the Black Death was a major casual factor of the Fair Renaissance. Fair enough. Well, which no one believes no. to be true. Well, I will say this: there have been bouts of the Black Death that occurred during the Dark Ages as well. Uh huh. And that's what—that's more or less what I'm. Well, there was at. the plague of Justinian. Well, I'm not aware. That of was the during of the. That's what probably caused the Dark Ages in a, in a large portion, because Justinian, the Eastern Roman Emperor, was well on his way to reconquering a lot of the West, but then the plague of Justinian happened. He was starved of manpower had to pull back his operation and the barbarian kingdoms, you know. You're a barbarian kingdom. You're a barbarian kingdom. You're a barbarian kingdom. You're a king of all the barbarians. That'd be an interesting That'd be, pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> be pretty sweet. King of all the barbarians. You mm-hmm. have this like, really dorky thing. We gotta, yeah, we gotta sounds write like down. you all right. Uh, no, Tim, I am suave as anything could ever possibly okay. be. I'm going to look up the Renaissance oh right now, Oh, my God. Should, can we go to the next topic, please? All right. What should our next topic be? Okay. So, ooh, interesting story. Yes. Burundi. Okay. Do you know where Burundi is? Not a clue. Oh, it's Africa, right? It's in Africa. Okay. I believe it's right to the north of Rwanda. Okay. Ooh, I was reading a lot about Rwanda recently, but we won't go so much into that. Your ex-girlfriend? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Rwanda. <laughs> so anyway, up in Burundi, they All right. have a president. All right. Um, and this president is also an avid football player. Football as in soccer, which is a lame game. Anyway, I like soccer. Yeah, it's lame. <laughs> anyway, he's an avid football player. He has his own football team that he plays on. He travels the country playing against other official teams. It's what he likes to do. So as the president of an African country, mm-hmm. his opponents know full well that they better let this guy play well. So they don't rush him for the ball. They let him score. <laughs> they take it easy on him because they're in trouble if they don't. Right. And as we're about to see, that was a correct assumption on their part. So recently, 
he played a game against a team that had a lot of um, players who are Congo refugees. And being from the Congo, they don't know everything that goes on in Burundi. Right. So they're playing like it's a real game. And they screw this guy's day up. Like, <laughs> I mean, he's a freaking president. He's not a he's not a good football player right. in reality. They take the ball from him. He can't score. They treat him like a real player, mm-hmm. and it doesn't make him look good. So he arrests them for quote unquote conspiracy against the president. This is the this is happening in the world today. Oh, it's happening. All right. Wow, we 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 live in a messed up society. Well, it's not our society. Thank God for that. Burundi. Where is it? I believe it's right to the north of Rwanda. Got some Burundi Gundy. Hmm. Or is it right Gonna to the south? Burundi Gundy. Okay, it's right to the south of Rwanda. You are in the Rwanda and Burundi, ages. very, very densely populated areas. Very densely populated. Like the most densely Wait populated. A this is, I, have, I have a deja vu. You and I had an argument like maybe 10 years ago huh. about the semantics behind what's the Middle Ages, the Renaissance, and I'm sure we did. I'm sure and we I did. I still stick with the arguments that I used back then as being no, right. No, I'm totally right. No, Because I've been reading a lot about I'm, this Tim, there's not lately. a question in my mind that you're reading something. But the point I'm trying to say is I'm still going to argue this. Because I, okay. I remember we Listen, had the same you can, argument. You can argue, but oh I, what I'm saying is the consensus among professional historians. I don't believe that's you true. Can, oh, I'm, the consensus among professional historians is that everybody has a consensual suit. The concession among con- uh, consensual historians. <laughs> <laughs> They're consenting with one another, okay? Yeah, I hope so. Historians are notorious for unable to really agree upon anything with one another, especially when it comes to dating and timing eras, okay? okay. So you're right in your own respect. Okay, the Black I, Death didn't that. cause the you Renaissance. Are, well, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I think a lot of people dying helped it. I mean, it was a major event in history that caused a lot of different things, but the Renaissance was well underway by then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And 1492. Hmm. Columbus. Sailed the ocean blue. Killed a bunch of Indians. Native Americans. That's Timothy. true. True. Anyways, next topic. Um, The Simpsons. What about them? I don't know. You wanted to talk about it. They're awesome. <laughs> yeah. And they suck now. So, yeah, that's too bad, isn't it? Oh, man, water's so good. Yeah. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Okay. All right. So, hey, speaking of drinking things that are good, Ooh. how has your drink making been going? <laughs> how are you doing today, David? <laughs> I am wanting to conversate with you and connect like a human, human. Hoo, 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 hoo. Error, error, <laughs> cannot communicate. You are an interesting fellow, Tim. Thank you, David. Uh, so I have been uh, really into drink- making martinis lately. Uh huh. And about two or three years ago, I went to this bar in Westchester Social, and mm. they had like a really good drink called the Saint Germain Martini. Okay. Later to find out that this was like a really popular drink being served in Philadelphia around 2016 it was like the drink to get. Everybody was making it. it What's was, it like, called? The Saint Germain Martini. Sounds lame. It's amazing. So what? It, uh, so I eventually, I just got around to it. I wanted to start making my own, and uh, it cost about. Hmm, a bottle of Saint Germain liqueur, and then it, it's like a dry sparkling wine or dry champagne or whatever, mm. uh, and then a little bit of club soda, and then a wedge of uh, of uh, orange. Okay. Okay. And uh, so 
the main ingredient, I think, would be is the Saint Germain uh, yeah. liqueur. That's why it's called Saint Germain. So, yeah, Saint Germain of Eldenflower. Now, this used to be a really popular liqueur used among the British uh, in the 1960s. Interesting. Uh, like it's more of like an old world, like Aristotelian thing to drink uh, because liqueur is expensive. Mm. Aristotelian. Uh, aristocratic. Okay. Okay. What is? What did I say? Aristotelian. Yeah. What, is, what, is, <laughs> what, what does that mean? Aristotle. No, not Aristotelian. Aristocratic. Aristocratic. Yeah, aristocratic. Yeah. aristocratic. Hmm. Uh, what was I saying? Um, the Saint Germain was a big old world British aristocratic thing to drink. Correct. Yes. Uh, but it, it got back in popularity. Bam. And uh, the liqueur smells like honeydew. Okay. Like it, it's, and it's thick, like almost like molasses. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And when poured into the dry spirited champagne or uh, dry wine, it is. It's great. It's it's two or three of those drinks, and I'm good for the night. It wow. is so delicious. Highly recommend it to anybody out hmm. there that wants to, you know, dabble in some drink mixing and uh, or functioning alcoholics like myself. And yeah, I just was really really into that, Timmy. Nice. You're not impressed at all. Not really. I'm not impressed even a little bit about anything that anyone else does. Correct. You are a terrible. Person. Well, I mean, I'm impressed by, for example, uh, professional historians. Who meticulously catalog <sighs> historical events such that we can, you know, block time frames together and understand. We so argued this. It's such a flashback, like 10 years ago. And I know. I don't remember the particular thing you're talking about. But I think I'm, we were arguing when the Renaissance happened. I think. Yeah, you're right. Or what was the Renaissance? Yeah, we were arguing. So, no, we were arguing when's the Middle Ages. Yeah, I think. or something like. Yeah, I, I totally remember. Yeah, I, can, I, I don't know if it was a white screen or a blue screen, but we were definitely arguing on either one of those. What do you mean white screen? Or, oh, <laughs> you know what I mean. I yeah, don't recall yeah. which, but it was it was one of I them. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Pretty sure it was probably white. To be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> crazy, 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 crazy. And I'm right this time. Mm, I maybe, don't, maybe you were right that time. I'm right every time. No, not this time. I am right every time. All right, David. Yes. You're wrong. No, I'm not. Okay. Pretty crazy storm. We said Friday. we were going to talk about this, Tim. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, this literally shows you how, how busy I've been. This is Timmy <laughs> is bringing up the freaking weather on our podcast. Nothing happened this week. It really was a very was a slow lame week. Very slow this news week. This is like week. the lamest week since we've started doing this, right? Well, not the podcast episode. We've had a very bad. This is a great episode. It's a wonderful episode. This is like one of the top China. 17 episodes. China. China. No, um... No, it was just the fact of the matter is it was a slow week and I was not feeling too. I think like the media, like got antici- burnt out. Yeah, yeah. I think they anticipated that they'd be able to like ride on the momentum of the Parkland shooting, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but suddenly no one cares anymore because obviously everyone stops caring about everything after a week or two. Because news is not like to be fixing things; it's to sell freaking advertising. Space. Exactly. So they're like, "Oh, wait, we didn't um, plan another catastrophe to cover." Right. And I guess there was a shortage of crisis actors, so they couldn't get together another, you know, terrible event to cover, so nothing happened. I have a friend that's currently watching The Sopranos. Uh, oh, such a good show. He doesn't the like ba- it. Four, four seasons in, he says, I don't like the characters. I hate Tony. I hate... This guy I is... hate Christopher. What? Yeah. This guy's messed up. Well, the thing is, though, with The Sopranos is that, I don't know, I think you have to have a certain personality trait to really appreciate that sort of thing. Like, nobody would have relate to Tony. Like, that show wasn't supposed to be something you relate to. No, you're not, not totally, but you're, 
I mean, it's obviously written for you to relate to him at times and to relate to aspects of his personality. Very, but very small aspects. I wouldn't even say very small. I think the premise behind that show is the fact that if in a world where you could get away with doing whatever you want, you that's would. what that would be. Uh-huh. And that's what that. And I think that's why cowboy stories, mob stories, samurai stories, even space sci-fi stories mm-hmm. revolve around that aspect. That if I, if law, if when law stops to be able to do the thing they need to do, you take law, you take it into your own hands for justice. And I think Maybe. that's why that appeals to a lot of people. You're not supposed to admire Tony. Like I think my favorite part of The Sopranos what? was when he went into that coma and he had that extended dream. Oh yeah, he was yeah. Kevin Finnerty. Because it's like, then you saw what his life would have been like if he didn't find himself in this position where he could have gone ahead and been like a crime mob boss. Yeah. And you can see, like, he's he's still very much himself in those scenes. He's still very brash. He still cheats on his wife. Mm-hmm. He still has a big mouth. Right, right. But he's a conventional member of society. <laughs> what was his job again? What was he? He was... A sales uh, or something? A, some kind of traveling salesman of like some kind of advanced technology. Oh, my like God. Like, he wasn't like a crappy shoe salesman. Right, he right, obvi- right. Like, he was portrayed as having a very successful career. Right, right, But right. he was a traveling salesperson. What, what, what was he diagnosed with? Cancer or brain? Something? Um, Alzheimer's. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. Like his mother, right? Uh-huh. Huh. Go figure. Yeah, I still I like that series, and I, I'm thinking I'm gonna rewatch Mad Men. Did you, did you ever I've never re- seen Mad Men? Tim, Tim, no interest. Tim, no trust interest. me, Tim. Have I ever strayed? No, you haven't. Have I ever strayed no. you wrong with a series? And I think you're probably right. I just don't have an, an interest in starting me, it. Trust me. Watch the first three episodes, and you will instantly realize why that show means. It's so good. Like, mm-hmm. like when I see a bad show, I've told you flat out, Tim, it's a bad show. Yeah. Uh-huh. Another show this year that I that you were refusing to watch, but the you, Orville, the Orville, You're man. Right. Like, I, I'm, I'm telling you, like, it was a good show, and it, they're renewed for two other seasons now. Trust uh-huh. me, my man. I, trust me when I say watch. I mean, three, I know what is three episodes of your life. You're right. going to do. I know I need to watch it eventually. You need to watch it just, now, please. Okay. I'll think about it. I just watched their YouTube clip about uh-huh. like analyzing don draper and what does his character actually mean to contemporary society mm. spot on like i okay. you want to talk about relating to a character like i uh-huh. never related to tony soprano in the mm. sopranos if you want to know who i am like you it, relate it, to don draper a hundred and one percent like that is the person that's me in a way in hmm. so many aspects and then okay it's funny to say yes it's me but it's it's a character in a show and I'm sure other people relate to him in certain respects, but I think I relate to that trope of what the man is in an America. Uh, that sounds the, extremely egotistic. Like Don Draper is so me. I wish. Man. <laughs> I wish I was me. I wish I yeah. was him. You know, God, he has. But that's the thing. He had everything, hmm. but he was still so very unhappy. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and I think too that's another aspect of, of commercialism and co- consumerism and wanting objects in him because because that's the, the montage is 50s, 60s, yeah. uh, early uh-huh. 70s. America and all that country, all doesn't, the country was. At the end, doesn't he go off to India or something and get into Buddhism? No, not 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 entirely. No, you okay. got you got to see it. Man. All right, you got to see right. it. It's super good, and I think it really does play on a lot of topics that I think men of the coming of age deal with. And I think too, I don't know if that story would have been as resounding if it hadn't been made during the recession. Honest hmm. to God, honest to stinking God. Well, it that came was the out golden... summer 2007. I remember that. That was the golden era of America for white middle class 
and white waspy people in, mm. in America. It was 50s, 60s. And yeah, in, in yeah. the backdrop of the deterioration of America uh-huh. in the 2007, 2008. So the whole point was the contrast. It was, and I think that's what I'm saying. I don't know if that show would have been as successful if it had been broadcasted in a different time. Like 90s, not so much. I don't think no, it would have because it was too good in the 90s. Right, exactly. Everyone people, was like, what's so great about looking at the past? It's yeah, great now. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, definitely recommend The Bad Men, and I really, really think you should watch the damn show. I will eventually. Watch it this week. Three this episodes. week? Three episodes. Okay. I'll download the first season, and I'll watch it. And you'll never episodes. stop watching it. So next week, at least we'll have one topic. You said, We said this every week. You never do what I tell you to do. Get on. Start dating women. Never I happens. I watch The Orville. You watch The Orville 1. Okay. Uh-huh. Maybe when I tell you to watch things, you do it. Mm. Did you write that German tree? Oh, I did. <laughs> no, I didn't write to the German tree. Write to the damn German tree, Timmy. All right. You promised the whole audience that you You're right. Do it. You're right. I forgot. Stop, stop, stop jerking their chain. I'll write to the German tree. You better. I want to feel your bark. <laughs> like, just. We should troll the tree. Yeah. We should totally troll the tree <laughs> and see who writes back to us. Okay. Dude, that would be a really good gimmick. What it if would. We, well, okay, you seriously write one, and then I want to uh-huh. let's let's write one for the tree. Okay, and I wonder if the tree if someone would pick it up and write back to us. So next week, maybe we'll compose a letter to the tree live on air. I think that'd be a nice idea. All right, all right, good. Whew. Well, oh even without having much news to talk about, we found something or other, whether right. it was salacious or not. So I think that just shows the skill we have as orators. I agree. Uh, but everyone, thank you. We're so- men of the tongue. Yes, something like that. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, no, no. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in this week. Uh, I hope next week uh, the aliens do invade so we have more to talk about. But mm. we appreciate your camaraderie and support for us for our podcast. It's almost on our year anniversary. Mm-hmm. A whole year. A whole wow. year of doing this. It's whole crazy. Year. But we'll, we'll we'll plan something or not. We'll figure it out. We'll do something. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening this week. And I hope you have a great rest of your week. This is Tim. And this is Dave. This is the Tim and Dave Show. Take care, everyone. And have a great, wonderful, spectacular, splendid, mm. superlative mm. week to come. Yes. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Oh, man. I'll tell you. I, I just... I just uh, Renaissance. Renaissance. I, 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 will, I will find something that tells you you're wrong. Okay. I, I typically do. I hope so. Because oh, oh, it won't be real. You're not real.